0: which we celebrate the birthday of the New Testament church. Hear the reading of God's word that is found in the book of Acts, the Acts, the actions of the apostles. Chapter one, verse eight. Chapter two and verses one through verse four. The NIV translation. Hear what God has to say to us. How many of you are expecting a word from the Lord? To those of you that are joining us, to those that are joining us by way of internet, by way of Facebook live, we thank God so very much for you. We, we are grateful. Last week, we reached over 10,000 folk viewing by Facebook live. Over 10,000. Amen. Others are saying, well, we need to change that because folk don't come to church if they can watch. Well, I've got a sad commentary for the devil. Church is packed and 10,000 are watching by Facebook. Tell somebody God is good. Amen. 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 Hear what God has to say. Verse 8, Acts chapter 1. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Acts chapter 2 verses 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost came, King James says had fully come. They were all together one place and I like the standard version and on one accord suddenly somebody shout suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them all of them, <laughs> I like this verse, not one, not two, all of them, which included doubting Thomas and lying Peter, you would catch that later, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them catch the hand of someone that is standing by you this morning before we take our seats. Hold those hands, squeeze those hands and say to someone transforming power. I look back and I say you can have it. Tell them God wants you to have it. Amen. You may be seated. Transforming power transforming power. Listen, I have heard it said that uh, our lives as human beings, our lives as those who dwell on this earth are often shaped by the things we do, the people we encounter or the places that we go. Our lives are touch influence. Our lives are shaped by things, by people, by places. However, and I strongly agree with this next statement, rarely, if ever, is someone's life totally transformed Formed or changed by things, people, or places. Now, things, people, or places may be vessels that are used to help change your life. But they don't have the power to change your life. Only God does. And I don't care how great an individual is or how great an organization may be, they cannot change your life. I said to the church earlier this morning, someone stopped me last week in a very complimentary way. And I certainly understood exactly what they were trying to say. But I thought about it because I was in the midst of just preparing this message and they said, you're Pastor Jackson, aren't you? And I said, yes. They said, at Bible Way. I said, yes. They says, Bible Way and you have changed my life. And they, they meant well. Right? And, and tears were in their eyes and they just wouldn't turn my hand loose. And I thought about it. And before I turned the hand loose, I says, no, I was used by God. But God did the changing. I was just a vessel that God used. Amen. A hammer can't build a building but a builder can use a hammer to help build the building. But unless the Lord built the builder, <laughs> everything else and everybody else labors in vain. So why is that important? Because there are people who have been a part of your life that have helped to shape your life. Left a, a dynamic impression on your life. But make no mistake about this. If you are totally transformed from what you used to be, it was because God did it. Amen, somebody. Now, when we speak of lives being totally transformed, we are not speaking about going from a bad day to an okay day and then back to a bad day. We are talking about a qualitative change of behavior, of attitude, of character. We, we are talking about qualitative, can be documented, can, can be quantified, where you don't act like you used to act. <laughs> You don't think like you used to think. Your character is different than what it used to be. There was a time you can hurt folk and think nothing of it. You can abuse folk and take pleasure in doing so. But something happened. Why, you said, I went to the meeting one night. And my heart wasn't right. Something got a hold of me. Am I preaching to anybody? Listen, I I, I know what folks say. I've heard the expressions. and and, And I know even what those who study human behavior have written about this in dissertations, in theses all over the world. And perhaps you too have heard the expression that a leopard cannot change its spots. You've heard a zebra cannot change its stripes, and one cannot change their essential character. You've heard that. I have often been told, have often heard it said that people just don't change who they are. You've heard that. I've heard it said that there are people who were born mean, live mean. Oh, yeah. See, y'all know it. (laughs) Talk about some of y'all cousins. (laughs) Co-workers and die mean. Just, I, I don't understand it. I've heard people say that they were mean when they were a baby just mean, got a mean spirit and then they would go a step further and say see and they just didn't steal it because you've heard this right an oak doesn't fall far from the tree you've heard that and they would say well what about this, the blood of the beast make the beast their family was mean just a fighting family. Come on now, y'all know I'm not the only one who grew up on the other side of the railroad track. We all had people in our little communities that said the whole family cusses. Just a cussing family. They they had to do it. Whole family bootleggers. Don't y'all look at me like that, okay? Run the numbers. said all. It's in their DNA. They have even, and the, and the spiritual folk go a step further. Talked about this morning, uh, Elder Gloria said, the spiritual folk go a step further and say, it's a generational curse. <laughs> Haven't you heard that? It's a generational curse that they will be just like their daddy, just like their mama. But I stopped by on this Pentecost Sunday to declare and decree that the devil is a liar. Uh, Maybe the blood of the beast made that beast, but there is another blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. And when you plead the blood of Jesus, (laughs) whoo! Come on, somebody. There is something that happens when you're in relationship with the Lord, and you are different from the rest of your family, and you are different from the rest of your coworkers. And you are different from those perhaps, that you used to associate yourself with, and they don't understand your transformation. They, they, they think you're now acting funny and, and you, you, you still are a member of the sorority and of the fraternity. And there's nothing wrong with that, but just certain things you don't get with that they get with. You don't have to always turn it up and show out and shake it like it's hot and do it because there's something about you. I would be concerned if you laugh at the same jokes they laugh at. I would be concerned if you can associate with a whole lot of folk that don't like or know your God and your association becomes assimilation. I will and I would be concerned. But there's something about trans. Formation that makes you uncomfortable in the wrong crowd. You don't have to open your mouth. You don't have to pretend like you're better than anybody else. Something that makes you go home early. Something that can make you stay home on Saturday night and watch a movie and feel all right. And folk look at you and what's wrong? You must be getting old. No, no, it's just something happened. Inside of you, God put that restless spirit where, where you're not as comfortable around those who work against the kingdom of God. Preach, Pastor Jackson. You don't have to get rid of friends. Holy Ghost will help. The friends get rid of you. Sometimes you ought to counter a blessing when folk leave your life. Can I preach? Look at somebody and say, let the Holy Ghost do its job. Because God is up to something. And you ought to counter a privilege when God changes your circles. and When folk don't call you that used to call you God is up to something. God is working something from the inside out. He's changing you. He's transforming you. Woo! He's putting something new where something old was. And before you know it, you will enjoy just your private moments with the Lord. You don't have to have a bit. See, some folks just got to be around people. They just have to be in the in crowd. But before you know it, when the infilling of the spirit is in your life, you can feel good all by yourself. Sh- you enjoy a Holy Ghost party more than any secular party. Just you know how David says to encourage yourself in the Lord. Your God. Look at somebody and say, something is happening in your life. I just want to explain the transformation in your life. And here's what God says, uh, change leads to transformation. And transformation leads to metamorphosis. I'm going somewhere. Change means you are a little different. Transformation is that you have totally changed. Metamorphosis means you are something you were not before. Once the butterfly leaves being the caterpillar, it no longer hangs out with caterpillars because a butterfly can't ever change back into a caterpillar. That ship has sailed. God has done something in your life. Once God's Spirit gets in you, You'll wonder why you just don't feel comfortable anymore. But look at somebody and say, I am no longer a caterpillar. I have become something brand new. I'm not what I used to be. And God has put his hands uh, yeah, 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 yeah. on me. Get ready. Because God is up to something. That only God can do. And this comes only through the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Before we get to the text, let me note something for you that only the Holy Spirit can do. Coming to church is alright. Being baptized is alright. But the Holy Spirit does something. Who? that even the cross could not do. Let me explain this to you. Because, Mother, God dropped this in my spirit the other week as I was studying this. And God says, you should take note that even after Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection, Thomas still doubted. Peter still went back fishing. The disciples still scattered. So the blood and the cross saved them. It offered salvation. But the Holy Spirit changed them. It wasn't until after the Holy Spirit that Peter had the unction. And the nerve and the courage to say this same Jesus that you've crucified is now Lord and Savior. What is the Lord saying to us? God said, you can come to church all you want. You can sing your songs all you want. You can skip and dance all you want. But until the spirit of the Lord lives inside of you, you can never change. How God, until that happens, you will never become a brand new person. Look at the text. In the text, Jesus shares his final words with his disciples. These men who he had spent the last 40 days since his resurrection. And it will be 10 more days before the infilling of the spirit. The, the setting of the text Tells us that Jesus is now on the verge of going back to his Father in heaven. And he reassures these who had so faithfully followed him during his earthly ministry that although he will no longer be with them physically, that they would have something, listen, that would be even greater than his physical presence. That would be the presence of his spirit in the form of the Holy Ghost. It's going to be all right. He tells them uh, in verse 8, and he wanted them to know that they are about in 10 days, which would be 50 days from the resurrection. He wanted them to know that they would be empowered with the Holy Spirit. A divine inward presence that will supersede his physical presence. Let me help you out. When it was Jesus physically and they needed a miracle, they had to wake him up. Because when they were on the boat and the waters were raging, and Jesus was asleep in the rear of the boat, They, because they depended on his physical presence, they woke him up and declared, "Master, carest thou not? If we perish, how can we lie there asleep?" Jesus says, "Oh, you of little faith!" In other words, they had not gotten it yet, but they needed his physical presence. But Jesus says, there will come a time, ten days from now, when you're going to get something that will far exceed me being on the boat, me being in the upper room. I'm going to send my spirit, and it will come from me and the Father. The ironic and the mysterious thing about the Holy Spirit is that it is used interchangeably in the Bible as a he or it. And it's hard to understand. It is the mystery of the Holy Scriptures. Is he an it or is it an it? Is it a he or is he an it? And God says it's both. And I'll share it with you later. It's a he who has the it. He has the power to change us. He says, but in 10 days, why did it? And this is where the church gets confused. Church gets confused and think that the delay is on God's part. Why did it take 10 days? Why did not it happen right there? Because their hearts were not right. And the Holy Spirit refuses to dwell in a dirty and a confused heart. I'm preaching to somebody right now if you've got to wonder why perhaps you're waiting to be empowered it's not you have to wait on God it is God's waiting on you because the moment your heart's right the Holy Spirit comes right away you don't need a room you don't need folk to lay hands on you they certainly don't have to spit on you and put oil on you if your heart's right and if you are ready to accept the metamorphosis, the transformation, then the spirit comes right away but something had to happen may I preach this those ten days gave them a chance to reflect and gave them a chance to get rid of pride and get rid of competition and get rid of who's gonna be first and who will be on the right hand and the left hand and Get rid of who is on top and who's at the bottom. The Bible said they were in one place and they had to get on one accord. And God says, I was waiting on you, baby. You were not waiting on me. But when I saw that it was no longer just about you, then I was ready to move in your life. When you're ready for a change, you've got to demote yourself so that God can promote himself and if you want God to come in your life it cannot just be about you or what you are about or about your career or about what is happening to you when you deny yourself then the spirit comes in when you are not concerned about your image preach Pastor Jackson when you are not concerned about who walks and who talks and who looks like they're not right. And you're only concerned about what God is doing in your life. When you're not concerned about what they say about your transformation, woo! Can I preach? When you're not concerned about what they say about you standing at the altar, when you bury your pride, and it's not about well, what are people gonna think about what I'm going through? What difference does it make? Can anybody in this worship center of 2,500 people this Sunday morning save your wretched soul? Can nobody do what the Lord can do? And so if you need a breakthrough from God, if you need God to do something in your life, you've got to forget about who you're sitting next to and you've got to call on the name of the Lord. Don't you don't look at somebody and say, I feel like calling him right now. You may have picked the wrong Sunday to sit by somebody because this is a holler all you want Sunday. I I don't care what anybody thinks. Has God been good to anybody in here? Has God helped anybody out in here? Open your mouth and give God your... Look at somebody say, I need a breakthrough. I do not have time to act cute or be concerned about what cute folk think about me Baby, I need a miracle from the Lord I need God to change something I tried to stop smoking, but I couldn't do it I tried to put the blunt down, put the bottle down but I could not do it I need God to transform something in my life I dare you to holler till you feel something Something is about to happen that will empower you through the Holy Spirit, listen, to not only survive, I'm tired of being in survival mode. I want to be in thriving mood. Is there anybody in here that's ready to do more than survive? Survive means I paid last month's bill. Thriving means I can pay the next three months if I want to. Let me preach to this side of the church. Thriving means that I'm more than a conqueror. Thriving means that somebody works for me. I don't have to always work for somebody else. Thriving means when God is on my side, the earth is the Lord's. Foodness there are. Uh, tell somebody you are about to thrive. Time out for surviving. Right? I just want to survive. No, that can be your testimony. That's your prayer request. The God I serve can either help you survive or thrive. Which one will you ask for? Don't get mad at me because you asked to survive and I asked to thrive. And when you see God give me what I want, you say, that ain't fair. He's got more than me. It's because I had the faith to ask God for what is exceeding and abundant. Ask God for what you want. Tell somebody, ask God. I feel like preaching. Ooh, I feel like preaching. Get on the devil's nerve. Before I go any further, you've heard put a praise on it. This one is put a hollow on it. Look at your neighbor and say, if you don't like a whole lot of noise, you're in the wrong church. i give you a list of churches you can go to next week. But as for now, we are about to put another holler with us. timaeus was only delivered when he forgot about his surroundings and he had the courage to do what others would not do holler in a crowd can i get one more
1: David, have mercy!
0: Some of you had not said anything yet. That's all right, you're going to get blessed based on our holler, okay? I'm, I'm going to just let you get some overflow. Here's what Jesus says. Trying to move on. Here is the here is the uniqueness of the Holy Spirit as described in St. John chapter 14, verse 16. We're going to show you several translations so that you can understand these uniqueness of the Holy Spirit. The King James Version calls him, and it is a him because earlier it refers to him as he will do this. It's a him with power (laughs) that dwells in you. The The King James calls the Holy Spirit another comforter. That means when your heart has been broken, That means when everybody else has forsaken you. That means when you feel all alone, tell somebody you are not alone because you have another comforter. The NIV uh, translation, the New International Version, calls the Holy Spirit another advocate. Advocate is uh, the word that the Romans and the Greeks use for lawyer, representative. In other words, when you can't defend it yourself. Whew! The old folk put it like this. He's a lawyer in the courtroom. He's a doctor in the sick room. He's a heart fixture. And anybody who God has ever had to do something with your spirit and with your mind, let me raise my hand and say, he's a mind. Regulator. Tell somebody, yes, he is. Advocate means he'll show up as your counselor. He'll show up as your lawyer. And then the message, Bible, picks it up. In the uniqueness of the Message Bible, and says, uh, He's not just another friend. He's not just another comforter, but I like this. He is another, <laughs> look at what the Message Bible says, He is another friend. Now, I don't know about you, but I've had some so called friends in my life. I tell somebody, this is a friend. That that sticks closer than a brother. This is a friend that don't use you up and throw you away. Woo! This isn't a friend that's friendly on some days not other days, but this is a friend that John says will lay down his life for you. He is another friend. And then, finally, the New American Standard Bible says he is not just another friend. He's not just another advocate. He's not just another comforter, but he is another helper. He's a present help in the time of trouble. That's why you need the Holy Spirit because he's a helper. He's a friend. He's an advocate. He is a comforter. Jesus wanted them to know that the Holy Spirit would then equip them with transforming power that will not only change their lives, but it will empower them to do as we hear in Acts chapter 17 and verse 6, turn the world upside down. If we ever needed the world to be changed in this world of Trumpism, in this world of terrorism, in this world of all kinds, of, if we ever needed the world to be turned upside down, we don't need another politician to do that. You, you don't need another earthly leader to do that. Only through the power of the Holy Spirit that's working through you. And then hear this. It will give you the authority with the power. To do something that others cannot do. Can I share with you St. Matthew's chapter 16 and verse 19. Jesus says this to his disciples in talking about how they would be empowered. And this word is for you. I want you to hear this. He says, I will give you, look at somebody and say, you have some keys to the kingdom. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be what? Bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be what? Loose in heaven. In other words, with your power, I'm gonna give you some authority so you don't have to take the devil's mess. You can stand up and say in the name of Jesus the Christ and through the power of the Holy Spirit, I bind that demon. I I bind it in the name of Jesus. Bind it over your family. Bind it over your son. Bind it over your daughter. And declare with me no weapon. Fond against them shall prosper and whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven I'm going to loose some things I'm going to loose some joy and peace that it Run all over your house. Wake you up in the morning. Tell somebody, get ready. God is about to do something. I, I sense in my spirit, God is about to do something in your life right now. Grab a neighbor by the hand and say, get ready for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Is there anybody in here that wants God to transform something in your life? You want to become a butterfly. You're sick and tired of crawling around like a caterpillar. Get ready because God is about to change you into something that the world never thought you would be. Some of you have been giving up on the world, but God said get ready because something dynamic is about to happen to you right now. Stand to your feet all over this place. Get you a praise partner and say, neighbor, in the name of Jesus the Christ. I declare and decree that greater is he that is in us than he that is against us. That cross the aisles and give somebody a high five and say, you've got the power. Come on, tell them you've got the power. You've got the power. You've got the power. Transforming power. You are not the same. You will not be the same. Ah, look at what God has done in your life. Clap those hands. Come on in, clap them. Listen, listen. As you remain standing, three takeaways and we'll leave them on the board so you can write them down afterwards. You've got to remember for this message. Number one is real transformation comes through the indwelling presence. Of the Holy Spirit, tell somebody is in you, not just around you. You won't ever stop drinking, smoking, cursing, holding, lying, till something happens in you. And I'm not talking about something that the church confirms, because I'm talking about a power that you confirm. My mother tells us that she was saved on her porch, sweeping the porch. No organ, no praying missionaries, nobody to say you got it. But when you invite the Lord in your life, whoo, is there anybody right now that wants God to do something that only God can do? See, you won't ever change until something happens from the inside out late mother Josephine and said it is in the inside bubbling up on the outside. Yeah, Josephine, her daughter sitting back there now. Our problem is that we lack like stuff to be bubbling up on the outside that never reaches the inside. Preach, Pastor. But the change I'm talking about this day starts from the inside. Out. Somebody say, yes, God can do it here's the second key observation listen the Holy Spirit is not earned it is not something someone awards you but it is a gift that comes from God you don't beg for gifts you don't pay for gifts am I right about it gifts are given freely And God gives you the Holy Spirit freely. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to beg for it. You don't have to prove yourself for it. It is something that God gives you. But when your heart's right. But when your heart is right. And here's the third and the final one. We've talked about it Or Here's the takeaway. The Holy Spirit comes with power and authority. To not only change you. But to change this world. Lift those hands all over this place. God's doing something right now. I feel the mighty presence of God. On this glorious day, which we celebrate what God did over 2,000 years ago, the good news is that God can do it right now. Right now. This is a little different than what we have ordinarily done. I need you to think about this, and you've got to ask God to give you the courage and the boldness to do this. I know that there are many that are in here right now that are struggling with trying to change something in your life that you have not been able to do by yourself. God says, I'll do it right now, I'll do it today. But you've got to invite me in and if you're here right now and if you're bold enough I want you to do me a favor, come on elders and pastors, just stand right here at that altar, cause I want you that before we sing this song as we prepare for it God told me to preach this this way this morning. that's why I couldn't let sickness stop me this morning Ooh. During the 8 o'clock, we had many, many souls to give their life to the Lord. I need you to walk out of your seat and down the aisle and just come and stand to this altar and say, here I am, Lord. I need you to do this in my life. Come on, wherever you are right now. You don't, None of us are perfect. Thank you. Thank you, young ladies. It, 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 it took courage for you all to be the first to do that that's right if there's somebody who's standing by you and they don't want to go by themselves just ask somebody can you walk down with me amen come on that's right others are coming thank you young lady look at God thank you brother thank you thank you thank you others come on right now thank you By the way, just clap. Every time you see somebody move, clap. Look at God. Thank you, young man. Thank you, young lady. Change me, oh God. Make me more like you. Change me. Come on, clap those hands. Oh God wash me look at these young people through and through create in me a clean heart that I may worship and serve you I need you Lord somebody help me say I need you Lord come on lift those voices and say I need you I need you Lord to change me that's right others are still coming right now others are coming right now come on come on come on come on
1: change me oh god
0: change me oh god saint francis yeah 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 make me more
1: like you
0: god says i'm changing you right now come on somebody else thank you young man look at it. it takes courage come on yeah, oh, come wash on, me through, wash me through and, and through, oh yeah, yeah. Somebody else create, create in me. In me yeah, God is doing something at the altar. That's why. I look at that young lady who's walking down the side aisle. Clap your hands, by the way. So Other, that I, so that I, yeah, 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 yeah. Others are coming from the balcony right now.
1: Worship Look at somebody you. say, I don't want to
0: go home the way I left. I want to be a changed change
1: person. Change me. me. Oh St. Francis, yeah. Make me more. Thank you, young
0: lady. Like you. Look at God. Come on. Clap those hands,
1: somebody. Change, change me. me God, oh God says, I'll change you. I'll change you. Yeah. Me through I'll come minister to them. Come on. Somebody, through. I want those who are saved to come at this altar
0: and put your arms around somebody please else. Come on. Uh, don't let them stand up here by themselves. Come on. Y'all God is about to change somebody oh, right now. I want the church mothers to come on. I need I, you all to come help
1: me. Yeah, I want to transfer some so spirits that I, so that I Change, of you. change me Lord change me oh God change, change me oh God Only God can do this Make me more Only God can do this like you You've been praying for change with your family change but God says only I can do this me, oh God. Change me oh God Wash me through
0: is about to be filled with the Holy Spirit right now. It's it's happening right now. You don't even realize it. It's happening at the altar right now. It's at the altar right now. If you want it, come on and get it. If you want it, come on and get
1: it. Worship you. to cry out right now on this Pentecost Sunday. Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. Somebody is about to become a butterfly today right now. Oh bless me. Bless me now. To, to change me. I come to thee. Oh, I need thee. Oh, come on, I, need thee. I need some prayer warriors. I need some prayer warriors. Stretch forth your hands. Come on. Come on. I need the saints to begin to pray right now come on begin to pray right now do it Lord right now come on come on church pray church pray pray yeah God's doing it right now your sons and your daughters shall testify your sons and your daughters shall prophesy do it right now right now to you today Lord change, change me. me I'm moving myself out the way so you can change oh, me. come on right now Zion come on Z- in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus change
0: Already it's done.
1: It's done.
0: (laughs) 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 Look at somebody say it's done. (laughs) It's done, brothers. It's a wonderful, wonderful, it's already
1: done. Uh, A hey, 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 hey. wonderful, wonderful, the Ooh, wonderful, no change. wonderful change. The whole, uh,
0: listen, way. listen, listen what happens the infilling of the Holy Spirit you remember that doubting Thomas history says he went on to establish a church in India you remember that lying Peter history says he went on to establish the church of Rome and so it's not what you used to be it is what God is going to use you to do right now the truth is all of us used to be something God prophesied in my spirit and I told this young man that the enemy wanted to destroy his life but God told me to tell you it's too late now God has already made the change God has already saved him how many of you now see some of you have been praying for something God says, I did it today. Uh, your children are not even going to realize, but it began today. It happened on June 4th, 2017. God is doing something right now. Close those eyes.
1: Whew.
0: Whew. Close those eyes. Oh, wonderful. 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 Has come, has come over has come oh uh, yeah 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 a yeah. oh, wonderful how uh, uh, <laughs> wonderful
1: the change
0: oh has come
1: over.
0: listen after this prayer to those of you that know that God has changed your life It happened at this altar. We want to minister to you. We want you to be able to capture your testimony. Amen. And after this prayer, if you're here and God has done it for you, we want to get your information. We're going to take you next door. We're going to get your information because here's what the devil does not want. The devil does not want your experience to transfer to somebody else. But God is not through yet. God is going to do something through you. Because he changed Thomas, Thomas helped to preach the gospel to others. Because he changed Peter, Peter was able to preach and thousands were saved. But God, but God, Lord, we thank you. We bless you. Thank you for this service. I've followed your instructions. I've preached this message as you have instructed me to do so. Thank you, Lord, for not allowing the enemy of sickness to prevent the proclamation of this word this morning. I thank you for a mighty transformation. I look on the lives of people at this altar, in this audience, perhaps those that are watching us live, Facebook, or streaming live, changes happen in your life. Things they used to do, they won't enjoy anymore. (laughs) You're going to put a restless spirit in them. You're doing something, Lord, that only you could do. We say thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And the church said amen. Amen. Give somebody a hug, says change, change. Woo. I want those of you who've accepted this challenge, just raise your hands and you just... Those of you that accepted this challenge, amen. Amen. Those of you who've accepted, you just go back. Go stand at the back door and just, come on, let us minister to you. Elders and ministers, take those that have come early. you, you want to join the church, And amen. Come on, just, uh, just go with the ministers right now. If you're here right now, just walk down the aisles and change those of you that at this altar. Change. Amen. Thank you, young lady. Others.
1: Others.
0: Amen. Just go with them. That's right. Everybody take somebody back. Yeah. That's right. Take them with you. Take them with you. Others. Take this young lady. Others. Come on. Come on. Don't. Amen. We don't want to miss them. Yeah. God he has made a change.
1: Comes. Come on, God I'm has made a walking, change. I change and until He comes. I'm so glad. Oh, He changed. Change. That's right. Wherever I'm you so are. Glad he changed. Wherever you oh, are right now. Lord, God is doing it right now. I'm so glad. Come he on. He made my life. Just go. Brand new. If God has changed
0: you, if you've been filled oh, with God his spirit,
1: just walk down that aisle.
0: Just, yeah. just go ahead and let us make.
1: I'm so glad. Come on, everybody with uplifted hands.